Hey Shakers, welcome to Worth Your Salt, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. Worth Your Salt is brought to you every Thursday by Salt Marketing. Salt Marketing helps health and wellness practitioners build trust and authority to attract a steady stream of inbound wellness seekers. For more information, you can visit us online at saltmarketing.co. I'm Jake Mowry, brand strategist with Salt Marketing and your guest host for today's episode of Worth Your Salt. As you can tell, we're flipping the podcast again today to explore why hosting your own podcast can be a game changer for promoting your health or wellness business. After our recent episode with Dustin Reekman about how guesting on podcasts can benefit your business, we've been asked about the Worth Your Salt podcast by a number of our clients. They've been wondering about everything from why they might want to even do a podcast to how we publish a new episode every week. So we thought a great way to help your entire audience on this journey would be to share how we produce Worth Your Salt. So I'm here with Jennifer Orqua, story brand certified guide and strategist with Salt Marketing to talk about what it takes to support this industry with shared insight. This is going to be a great episode. Absolutely. Thanks, Jake. I've been thinking for quite a while that we need to give back by sharing this with everyone. We've learned this process that we use from a variety of different people, and we've honed and perfected these processes to a point that they're definitely worth sharing. For sure. So one of the most common questions we've heard recently centers around the fear of not knowing what to say every week. So let's talk about that a little bit and how we keep Worth Your Salt relevant and purposeful. Yeah, for sure. That's a, probably the fear everybody has about social media and blog posts and everything. You know, this goes back to what we talk about all the time. What's your customer's journey? What story are you inviting them into? And who will they be after they work with you or buy your product? And I'm sure you hear that nod to story brand in there, but really that's how we know what to talk about episode after episode. The Worth Your Salt audience is on a journey to build and grow their business. So every guest we select, every topic we take on is meant to move them along from their current state where they may not have all the clients or all the business they want to that ideal state where they've established their authority in the marketplace and that reputation is producing new qualified clients on a consistent basis. For us, the space in between those two states, that's what our podcast is all about. And so once you define that customer journey, it suddenly becomes crystal clear what your content strategy should include. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's probably the hardest part about really getting started is knowing exactly what you want to talk about. So that's a, a great way to get started. Mm -hmm. Can you share examples of how hosting a podcast can enhance your authority and credibility? Yeah, and, and I really like the podcast format. It's something a little bit different than a blog post. You know, for us, hosting a podcast has given us the opportunity to really showcase our expertise. We can connect with experts in the health and wellness industry. It's allowed us to build a, a dedicated audience. All of those things together contribute to enhancing our authority and our credibility in this industry. So podcasting allows a host to delve deep into like niche specific topics, like demonstrating their expertise and their knowledge on that topic. So consistently delivering that valuable and insightful contact that positions you as the host as a trusted source of information. So inviting these experts and influencers and thought leaders and as podcast guests, that means you've got a platform to engage in meaningful conversations and showcase your ability to connect with those people at that level and learn from established authorities in the field. And I would even say most meaningfully, I've seen time and again, how a dedicated audience forms around your podcast. So that loyal following sees you as a knowledgeable figure in the industry, and they start to rely on your content for that information and advice and the solutions that they're they're looking for. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, podcasting, it really helps your personality come out and helps your audience connect with you in that way. Mm -hmm. um, so how has Worth Your Salt allowed us to establish relationships with influencers or experts in the health and wellness industry? As a podcast host, you know, you really have the opportunity to invite well-known experts and influencers to be guests on your show. So people are they're really open to participating in podcasts as a way to share their knowledge and, and reach the audience that you've established. 
So interviewing experts allows you to establish that direct connection with them that can lead to other opportunities. Like I always connect with our guests on social media, usually LinkedIn. Um, we make sure they have visibility to all of our future guests and all of these things, they, they lead to collaborating on other projects. Sometimes it leads to great networking. And for us, sometimes it leads to the next Worth Your Salt guest. Yeah, I definitely think having interesting guests on your podcast um, really allows um, for kind of some uniqueness to each episode and, and keeps people engaged. Mm -hmm. So in what ways has podcasting opened up new opportunities for monetization or business growth? Networking is one side of it, but then, you know, what's the tangible result of, of all of that? So for us at Salt Marketing, we're still building our following. But with a previous podcast that I hosted in the human resources space, I saw how a successful podcast often attracts the attention of media outlets and industry publications, which can lead to features, interviews, articles that can highlight your expertise and help you reach a wider audience. So I feel like podcasting can open doors to opportunities like book deals, speaking engagements, you know, workshops where you can share your knowledge with a broader audience, perhaps partner with someone for a webinar. Um, all of those things come together to further establish your, your authority and give you those opportunities for, for monetization and to grow your business. Yeah, I really think the, the podcast medium um, provides so many opportunities for new ventures. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Jen, this has been a great inspiration for starting a podcast. So we do have to take a sponsorship break, but when we return, I want to share some of the nuts and bolts of our production process. So stay with us. The Worth Your Salt podcast is grateful to our partners and sponsors. If you've ever looked at your website and felt like it was a little meh, the website optimization guide from Salt Marketing will make your site something you can't wait to send people to. In this custom guide, we'll begin by unlocking your SEO potential. Discover hidden opportunities to improve your visibility and ranking to drive new clients to your door. Then, we will help you master the best keywords. We'll help you understand your ranking relative to competitors and help you incorporate the right keywords to make sure you're generating leads. Once those prospects reach your site, we'll help you optimize your site for easy navigation and compel them to take action. You will get a clear picture of your customer journey and what steps you can take to move your prospects from awareness to advocacy. Finally, you'll get a prioritized checklist of specific actions that will help you take advantage of your entire website optimization guide. Get started today. Visit us at saltmarketing.co slash services to learn more. That's saltmarketing.co slash services. Get a website that not only looks good, but does good for you with your custom optimization guide from Salt Marketing. And we are back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast. And Jennifer, before the break, we were talking about why someone in this industry might want to launch their own podcast. But from what we're hearing, it's the how that people really struggle with. So mm -hmm. let's walk through our typical weekly podcast production workflow. Yeah, definitely. That's the, the stumbling block where it just seems like there are so many elements. But once you get your process down, it's really not that complicated. That's that's really we follow that every single week. So once we've invited our guest, we we make sure we communicate with that person well and clearly. We provide an overview of our process, tips for great recordings. We provide reminders of your record date is coming up and those sorts of things. We typically provide them the questions about a week in advance. So that gives them the chance to make any notes or revisions prior to the recording. When we do record, we record in Zencaster. So shout out to Zencaster. They have a free tier um, and it's very easy to use. Uh, and they do both video and audio. So you have that, that choice as well. And then once it's recorded, we, we do edit the podcast, of course, and then we publish on our website through Blueberry. 
So we create all of our promotional graphics and our copy there and provide those to the guests. So we share that and let them uh, see the swipe copy that we have about a week before the show airs. And that helps letting them promote it across their social channels as well as email or, or any of their networks also. Yeah. So you mentioned a bunch of great pieces of software there that we use. So <laughs> what about equipment and other software programs um, would you recommend for beginners looking to start a podcast on a budget maybe? I'm afraid that that's one of the things that intimidates people. So I would definitely say, don't let the tech intimidate you or stop you. You don't need to spend a ton of money or get anything terribly fancy to get started. You can always improve as you go. So I would say you need a microphone that plugs directly into your computer. That can be as simple as your wired headphones that have a built-in mic. Like seriously, those are those are really good. Those are good mics. They're um, they capture the the sound pretty clearly. They're they're pretty directional. So the sound quality, you know, it, it's not it's not studio quality, but it's entirely acceptable. And then, I, like I said, use a simple software like Zencaster to record, and that free version can help you get started. You know, find a quiet spot. Here's a secret. I can't tell you how many podcasters I've talked to who record in their closet, like I do, <laughs> like right now. Um, it's got great sound quality, and it's often the quietest spot in the house, so it's a perfect spot to to record a podcast. Yeah, I know. I've, uh, I've definitely struggled with finding a quiet spot here and there in the house. Mm -hmm. So circling back, uh, how do we find guests? There are there are so many different ways to find great guests. One of the ones that I love is um, hop on Amazon and look up authors in the industry who are writing on topics that are relevant to that customer journey we talked about. Authors are almost always great guests for a bunch of reasons. They have something they want to say. They want to promote their book. They're often well-connected in the industry. Another place to look is hosts of other podcasts. Who's got a podcast? You know, they, they got into podcasting to connect with their community. And if you offer them the opportunity to reach your audience, they'll likely jump at that chance. And they're definitely going to have something to say because they talk to so many great people in the industry as well. Another idea is to use your network. Who do you know that would make a great guest or even more? Who could that person recommend? So, you know, kind of taking that, you know, second or third degree of, of uh, connections and seeing who can come on with you. There are also a number of services that can bring you guests for free. Um, we connected with a company called Interview Valet. Um, they really understand our audience's journey and can often recommend outstanding guests. So that's been a help as well. Yeah. And I know I've seen firsthand how excited people are to uh, join us on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's kind of a universal thing. I feel like people love to share their expertise. Mm -hmm. So once you find those guests, uh, what's the process for inviting them and communicating with them? Yeah, like I said, we communicate really well. Um, I feel like that's that's important to treat the guest well and make sure that they feel that they are special. And so we have an established flow in our project management software that we follow. And I mentioned that we like to communicate very well with our guests. So we follow that flow to ensure that every guest has a great experience with us when they come on Worth Your Salt. We usually invite them via email or through LinkedIn. Um, oftentimes that's how they prefer to be communicated with. And we'll offer two or three different options for recording dates at that point. And then we'll provide an overview of how our process works and those tips for great recordings, just in case they haven't done a lot of podcasting, if they have, great, but um, at least they've, they've got those, those tips to, to sound really good. Um, and then again, we give them those questions about a week in advance, give them time to provide feedback. Then we send a reminder email out the day before the recording session. We make sure we thank them afterward. Like I said, we connect with them on social media as well. So they're sure to see their episode when it goes live. And then, of course, we give them those graphics, and that swipe copy, making sure that they are, are able and willing and proud to promote it on um, on their socials and with their network. Yeah, it's it's really great to hear that whole process there. But what about editing and post-production techniques? What do you use to create a polished final episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the magic behind the curtain. I can't tell you how many guests have said, wow, the editing <laughs> sounded so good. <laughs> um, so the, the audio editing is not my strong suit. So, um, you know, if it's, your, if it's yours, you know, more power to you. But I highly recommend outsourcing your post-production to someone who is detail-oriented and knows how to make you and your guests sound fantastic. 
that's not just a matter of limiting the sound of your breaths or taking out the occasional um or uh, but also knowing what content to keep, what to cut, how to make the episode punchy and worth listening to. So make sure your editor can enhance your audio and add music and sound effects to make you entertaining to listen to. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all great information on really how to get your podcast going. So it's time for another quick break, but we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Worth Yourself podcast, and today we're talking about starting your own podcast to reach your ideal clients. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to join us over on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram at Salt Marketing Co. and let us know about your own podcast. So Jen, once the podcast is recorded and edited, it has to make its way into the world. So what have you learned about this part of the process? So there are there are a wide variety of ways to go live and quite a few software options. You know, no one is more right than the others. The one thing that's important to us is making sure that Worth Your Salt always points back to the salt marketing website. So the reason for that is that it's important for us to drive traffic back to our website, not drive traffic to Apple or Spotify. They have plenty of traffic already. They don't need ours. So we use Blueberry to publish Worth Your Salt on our WordPress-based website. It's a simple plugin that allows you to build a post just like you would any blog post and include your audio file, which Blueberry then automatically publishes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Overcast or wherever you designate within the software. Yeah, and I think that's super important too, just so anybody can find your podcast pretty much anywhere you are. Mm -hmm. So once the podcast is out there in the world, what strategies have proven most effective for promoting it and attracting new listeners? So, you know, anywhere your clients gather is a a great forum for sharing your podcasts. You know, we want to keep in mind that some guests and some topics are more relevant in different places. But of course, like I said, we create a post for every episode on our website and we include links to our guests and the resources that they talk about in that post. So we use social media, including LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, like we mentioned. We repurpose our podcast as a video on the Salt Marketing YouTube channel. Um, And we have an email newsletter that our followers can subscribe to. And so we share our latest episodes in that email newsletter also. And we try and share in relevant online communities and forums when the content makes sense there. So on LinkedIn, if there's groups or Facebook, if there are groups that we're part of um, and that conversation centers around um, the topics that that guest covered, that's a great way to to dial into that, that community. One thing that the people often overlook, I think, is asking guests and listeners and subscribers to leave a review on podcast directories like Apple Podcasts. If they can leave that review, that helps the podcast get greater visibility. Apple will show it to more people. They'll suggest it, those sorts of things. So asking people to leave a review is great. If you listen to our episode with Dustin Reekman, that was one of the things he said that as a guest, you should go and leave a review for the, the podcast host. So and he did that. So that was a that was a really great thing. Yeah, definitely. And I know uh, reviews are really one of the first things you look at on the Internet in general, whether you're shopping or listening to a new Mm -hmm. podcast, anything like that. So those can definitely be important. So Mm -hmm. you also mentioned YouTube. So let's talk a little bit about what we're doing there and the strategies we use to repurpose Worth Your Salt content across different platforms or media formats. Yeah. So we just added Worth Your Salt to our YouTube channel and you did most of that work for us. So why don't you share a little bit about how that works? Yeah, I can definitely do that. So Worth Your Salt is currently audio only. So I simply use a static image and I'm able to generate a video file This is important for a number of reasons, um, not the least of which is that some of our audience just prefers to listen in on YouTube. Yeah, I love that. And and podcast content can also be transcribed and repurposed into articles and blog posts. You know, you can combine multiple episodes to create incredibly useful eBooks. Um, and clips from the podcast can be repurposed into social media snippets. You can create graphics with quotes from guests. And Jake, you create that audiogram each week for Worth Your Salt. T- tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the uh, I, I really love the audiogram. It's uh, it's an eye-catching tool on social media. So it's essentially a short audio clip uh, married with a video waveform and captions that showcase an interesting segment of the episode, whether that's the answer to a question or 
Sometimes it's the intro to let um, potential listeners really hear about what the episode is about. And it helps us create a scroll stopping interaction on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it seems we've come full circle here at the end. Uh, Any tips on getting started? Um, Anyone our listeners should follow or resources to listen to? I would definitely recommend Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting. He's got like 800 episodes, um, so that'll keep you inspired for a little while. Um, PodFest is an annual podcasting conference that I've enjoyed um, with education and networking and live podcasts and really just a great community around PodFest um, and and the event itself. Another podcaster I really enjoy is Joe Fear. He does a hustle and flowchart. He has a a lot of creative ways to monetize a podcast um, and, you know, not necessarily is, is this our focus on Worth Your Salt, but he actually has a lot of ideas about how to monetize your podcast. So I would definitely recommend catching up with his ideas if you want to get started in podcasting. I'd also say be a guest, be a guest on a few podcasts first, see how those hosts do what they do, get comfortable with the medium and have fun with the process. Yeah. And so finally, I'd recommend guesting on a few podcasts first, see how those hosts do what they do, you know, get comfortable with the medium and have fun with the process. And of course, if you'd like to guest here on Worth Your Salt, let us know. And of course, I want to say that links to all of these resources that we've mentioned in this episode will be available on our website at saltmarketing.co. But right now it is time for our lightning round questions. And since I've already answered these questions, Jake, now it's your turn. Are you ready? I guess as ready as I can be. All right. First question is, what's the best book you've read recently? Um, I'd actually say the Red Rising series by Pierce Brown. I think it's actually six books to date with the seventh one coming, but I've just got through the first three. And if you like some dystopian kind of futuristic um, books there, that those are great. I do. I should check that out. All right. Next question. What's your favorite thing about the work that you do? Being a brand strategist, my favorite part is really creating and cultivating brands that will resonate with an audience, um, whether that's a specific target audience or even a general audience, and uh, hopefully will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. Last question. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I am a chronic overthinker, so I think the best piece of advice I've ever had is to just not overthink things. I mean, it can be easy to overcomplicate different situations and projects, and oftentimes I've found that the simpler, the better. Yeah, that's true in brand strategy as well. Yep. Jake, thank you so much for taking the time to help me share this insight with our audience today. Yep, no problem. And I hope we've demystified podcasting a little bit and made it feel a little like something that's entirely possible. Yeah. We also want to thank our listeners. As I mentioned, if you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, tell us about your expertise by emailing us at grow at saltmarketing.co. Be sure to subscribe to Worth Your Salt either on our website or on YouTube so you never miss an episode. Finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Be sure to join us again next Thursday. In the meantime, let's get out there and shake things up. Okie dokie. We're good. Stop.